Welcome to the Warrior Parenting Podcast, where we empower your student to grow academically strong, social and emotionally mature, spiritually deep, and be prepared for life. Uh, I'm Caleb, one of the teachers at Longmont Christian, and we wanted to start this podcast so that you parents could hear um, more about those areas. So on each episode, we'll be unpacking one of those three things, as well as you'll be getting an interview from several of our staff, so you can get to hear more about their heart behind what they love to do at Longmont Christian School. So let's jump into today's conversation. So today I'm sitting down um, with Casey. She is our preschool director. Our preschool program at the school here is really awesome. Um, Honestly, it's a big reason why I wanted to take this job back two years ago because I, uh, at that time, my kids, they're still all preschool age, but I have two little boys um, in there now. And we've really loved it because it's just been a huge thing um, as far as watching them grow spiritually. Um, One of the things that in general that's interesting about preschool in Colorado is you just have to pay for it. So it doesn't matter if you're going to daycare, if you're going to like any type of preschool thing you typically have to pay for. Um, so I think if you're going to pick one to pay for, paying for Longmont Christian's preschool is um, the way to go in my opinion. But anyway, we'll get to Casey and talk with her about what she thinks about our little preschool. So how are you today, Casey? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, so you uh, have worked in a preschool before this one, obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How long did you do that? Um, for about three or four years while I was going to college, I worked as a lead teacher in a okay. pre-K room at a Christian preschool. Great. And yeah. then what else is kind of your background with this sort of stuff? Well, so I have a parent coaching business in addition to uh, being the director here. So um, I, within that, I do parenting classes and things like that. I do one-on-one coaching, but I also do teacher training, um, primarily with love and logic. Okay, great. Um, and then, so you, you became the director last year. What was the main thing that really excited you about becoming the, the preschool director at LCS? Well, I was just really excited about LCS's vision. Um, I have been, you know, in early childhood for years now. And, um, I'm just, I'm really excited to be a part of something where we're not only challenging children academically and helping them to thrive in that way, but also spiritually. Yeah. Um, So spiritually with Mm -hmm. a a preschooler, what are some of the things that you guys are doing in the classroom and in other areas to try to help? um, I mean, I guess like one, implement Christian values, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I kind of get fed up with the Christian values talk and and like to think more of like, how are you helping like introduce them to Jesus? Mm -hmm. Um, So what does that look like in our our classrooms? Well, it's really foundational, obviously, at a preschool level, we just keep it, you know, um, at their level. (laughs) Um, So we do our chapel separately from the rest of the school so that we can really hone in on those early, um, the early understanding of who Jesus is. Um, so we go based on themes every month. We have a theme and we have a Bible verse that we kind of focus on and that's woven throughout our curriculum in the classroom. Um, in addition to that, (laughs) kids give us a lot of opportunities to teach them (laughs) those Christian values throughout the day. So we take every opportunity we have, like 
if there's some sort of, you know, situation between two students and um, we have an opportunity to share being more kind or gentle or using the fruits of the spirit in that moment, we have that conversation one-on-one in that teaching moment. Um, And then it's also a part of our lesson planning. We don't necessarily use any one type of curriculum. Our teachers use our theme and then they use the domains um, the academic domains in order to um, plan their lessons with the kids. And so within that, they're able to build in whatever the principle is that we're teaching the biblical principle for that, that yeah. particular month. So um, I'll let you pick either this month or last month. What's mm-hmm. what's like the most recent theme that they've been working on? This month, it's um, about Jesus's love and it's basically Jesus loves you. So we're teaching the children about stories in the Bible um, where Jesus's love is highlighted. So for example, today I read the kids a book um, about when the shepherd leaves the 99 Mm -hmm. to get the one um, and how, you know, talking to them about how if they were the only child on this planet, Jesus would still go after them. Or if, you know, they... Um, got lost, Jesus would leave all the other kids to come to find them. You know, um, we shared a story in chapel last week about how um, Jesus was preaching, basically, and um, the adults were telling the kids, go on, go on, Mm -hmm. go away. And then Jesus said, no, let the children come to me. So, um, really focusing on how they're valuable in the eyes of Jesus. Yeah. So this isn't like, and why you might do this, it's not like you just get a coloring page right. of, you know, <laughs> Jesus catching fish or something, and then they color that and turn it in. But it's like you have your chapel, which is like a large group hearing it, and then they hear it in their smaller groups. Because I'm assuming mm-hmm. for your chapels you do um, all the preschoolers, large right? Group. Yeah, that's so large that's, group. Mm-hmm. Uh, three through five or the... Mm-hmm. preschoolers and the junior kindergartners and then you have them in their individual classrooms and then they even get that one-on-one stuff when um they're all doing that together so how do you guys uh when you have those one-on-one conversations how do you guys frame that as like a team you know with you and the other preschool teachers on how you can help um coach the kids through whatever they're doing you know, whether their interaction is on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Well, so ACSI actually has an early childhood curriculum that we kind of use as a guide. So they have a lot of um, suggestions in their book. So they'll have songs that we can sing, um, different types of stories, different types of illustrations we can use with the kids. Um, circle time tends to be a really good time for us to focus you know, more specifically on those things. And so the teachers will take that opportunity to pick a certain book that might um, reinforce what they just learned in chapel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know one of the sayings that my kids like a lot is do it right away, (laughs) all the way, and then with a happy heart. Yeah. Uh, They say that to me sometimes when we're getting ready to go out the door for school. Yeah, (laughs) I think I actually got that from a a different podcast podcast. I believe her name is Ginger Hubbard and Mm. she has like a Christian parenting podcast. And so it's something that I used with my son when he was in preschool. I still use it actually. 
Um, even though he's in second grade, we're still working on that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> do you, who was that? You, uh, Ginger Hubbard, I believe is her name. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for more, um, Christian parenting stuff, go ahead and look that up. Um, okay. So when it comes to just what the day to day is like for our preschoolers, can you talk to me a little bit about like what that looks like, what a parent could expect if they were thinking about enrolling their kid here? Yeah. So we typically open up with some sort of like tabletop activities for the kids when they get dropped off. So it's kind of transitional and they can integrate into the classroom with ease. Um, and then about eight thirty in the morning, uh, both of our classes break into what we call circle time they all kind of have like a class meeting, if you will. Um, that's where they're talking about what day of the week it is. You know, they have different songs that kind of correlate with learning how to look at a calendar, figuring out what day of the week it is. Maybe if there's a holiday coming up, that gets highlighted. They'll talk about the weather. They'll talk about um, any values that they're learning again, you know, that month based on the theme. And um, then a lot of times the, the teacher will do like a story time or something. Um, moving on from that, uh, it's kind of different per classroom, but in general, we have um, some f- kind of free play time, which is great because the teacher can actually break children away one on one and work with them individually on, you know, meeting them where they're at. Um, in early childhood, there's a wide range of development it can um, it's very broad. And so it's really important for the teachers in our classrooms to get to know the children on an individual level and take every opportunity to, you know, um, bring things to where they need it to be. Yeah. So for example, if maybe they're working on their fine motor skills, they might need some help learning to cut. And so the teacher will plan a specific activity for those students in the class that need that time and be able to pull them away while there's also cooperative learning going on with the other students in the classroom. Yeah. And I would say, cause I, uh, one of the things they also get specials, which I'm sure you're going to get mm-hmm. to, but when they come in to, to gym and we have PE together, I would say your teachers are very attentive and know like the, the individual needs of the kids very well. Mm-hmm. Like if there's one kid who's having a hard time with an activity, um, the teachers are pretty engaged with being able to help guide that student in a way with like how they would specifically need it. So I've been pretty impressed watching them on their one-on-one interactions has been cool. Yeah. I mean, the other thing about LCS that I was excited about even enrolling my son was the, um, smaller class sizes because, you know, the teachers really get to know each student. And I think that's so important, not only academically, but with their spiritual growth as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. And what is your kind of class while we're there? What's your class limit for your number of kids you want to have um, in each room? 16 is probably the max we would ever have in a any one classroom. Uh, right now, our ratio is about um, one to six, I would say. It kind of depends on the day. But uh, in the younger grades, one to 10 is the state ratio, and we're usually under that. And then in junior K, it's 1 to 12, and we're usually under that, too. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so they have circle time, and then um, they yeah, kind of do their classroom meeting, then they do their... What, where do they move on from there? Or I guess, like, we could get in the... Is it specials? It's is specials, that next? Okay. Yeah. So what specials do they do? Um, that's another thing that's really set apart at LCS, is our preschoolers have access to gym or PE, 
um, Spanish, art, music, and library. So uh, they have separate teachers that teach those things, and it's not that they don't get it in the classroom as well, but they get additional support from other teachers in the school as well. And those teachers are really intentional about their time. They take the time to plan a lesson specifically for our preschoolers each week. Um, one that really stands out to me is our amazing librarian, mm-hmm. <laughs> Carol Thompson. And I don't know how long she's been here, but she will take a book and just make it come alive for those kids. Um, and so she's teaching them how to like really enjoy, you know, reading and their library time and kind of inspire them, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that is cool. I mean, so my kids went to a daycare before they came here, which was great, but it's like, you know, they would have their outside time and then they'd have basically they're in the classroom and then that's about it. But it is like, yeah, I mean, it's a huge advantage because you, it's not like you just have some random person doing library, right? Mm-hmm. It is the librarian and then you, it is like the PE teacher and the art teacher and music too, right? Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like, it's all the, the teachers who are like the experts, so to say, in that field are also working with the preschoolers, similar to how it would be in like elementary school, which is yeah. And I a think it's, thing. I mean, it also, the teachers are really great with early childhood and they're passionate about what they're doing in their classroom, um, but they may not be as passionate about music. So right. you get a teacher that's passionate about music and teaching kids about music and you get them in front of that teacher every week, which is just... it's wonderful in my opinion. And it's not something a lot of other preschools can offer. Yeah. So tell me then a little bit about Spanish. Uh, (laughs) I have in a a future episode, I I interviewed the uh, Spanish teacher. So we'll talk about that more, but just from your perspective, tell me how Spanish goes in the preschool classroom. Yeah. I mean, Chris is great with the little kids. It's very fundamental. Um, it's they're, they're learning basically single words at this point. Right. But Um, yeah, the kids get excited about it. And actually we have a few bilingual students in our school. So I think for those students, it, it helps them to feel, um, validated in a, in a way. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's just, I think it's really important also because our community, there's a lot of, you know, primarily Spanish speaking families in our community. So we want to be able to align with that. And I think what Chris is doing with the kids is really really helpful in that regard. Yeah. It's been fun to see my boys have been figuring it out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. which yeah, it's just, you know, the younger you start with that, the mm-hmm. more it can happen. So, yeah. And I mean, I think it's, it's also proven that if children learn a second language prior to the age of 10, they're so much more able and capable of learning even more languages later in life because it builds those brain pathways up that, um, that, kind of lay the foundation for for them to learn you know so say they might learn Spanish when they're a child then later in life they want to learn French it's yeah. it, they'll pick it up so much easier the pathways right mm-hmm. there yeah well that's what's crazy too when you look at most of the world is you know it's not usually just like oh, I speak English and that's it right so yeah, yeah. <laughs> only in America right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so let's talk a little bit about how the preschool works with partnering um with parents I know mm-hmm. you guys, we will obviously, because I've done this, but you, you have your whole, um, the conferences that mm-hmm. you do. Um, and what are, some, what are some other things that you guys try to do to help build that bridge between like, yeah, what's happening at school and then how you can carry on things to home? Yeah. So um, we 
do an evaluation with our students twice a year prior to conferences, and that kind of gives us a you know snapshot of what's going on with them individually, and it's something that we can share with the parents during conferences so that you know everybody can be on the same page because consistency is key when it comes to child development. Um, so beyond that, we are a part of pretty much every event that the school has to offer. Um, I know recently our family was a part of the Top Golf um, fundraiser. That was really fun. Um, I actually teach parenting classes, which brings the whole school together. It's not just for preschool parents; it's also for elementary, middle school mm-hmm. parents um, and parents in the community that are friends of LCS parents, which is really awesome. I think a good opportunity for them. Um, so yeah, we, we work on just being a part of each event. Um, we also have a few events in preschool specifically where the parents are invited to come and be a part of the classroom. And I think that's great. It's, it's really cool to see the kids eyes light up when their parent and their teacher are in the same classroom for something fun. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's cool. Um, okay. So as far as like when you can send your kid, how, you know, wh- what are our, what do we look like as far as that goes? Like, are we just a part-time program? Are we full-time? Like, how do you guys break that down over there? Yeah, so we have a lot of different options for families. Um, they can send their child three days a week, full days. They can send them half days, five days a week, full days, or half days. They can do two full days a week. Um, and so we try to make it, you know, accessible to all the families um, based on either what their schedule is or what they can afford. Um, We also have an after-school program for those parents that have two, you know, two full-time working parents in the home. And what time does that go till? Till 5 p.m. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And the other other big thing is uh, we take CCAP. Yes. Um, And I don't know, I, you know, I should probably not just say this, but I don't know that that's a normal Christian school thing. I think some do, but yeah, some do, some don't. Um, it's something that we're pretty intentional about here. So yeah. Yeah. So if you would fall into that category, so what is the, how does the rest of the day go after specials? So then they have outside time and that is something I'm pretty strict about. I want them outside for about an hour every day um and sometimes even longer like when the weather's really nice we'll have them bring their lunch boxes outside and do an outside picnic um and so you know on a really nice sunny day they're getting lots of you know sunshine and green grass all around we i think we're on maybe eight acres i think it is is that right maybe yeah um and so i really encourage nature walks with um the classes and things like that as well. Um, so after outside time is lunch time, and um, we also we incorporate prayer um, and giving thanks with all of our snack time and lunch time. Um, and the kids are encouraged to pray for the whole group, which I think is a great opportunity and something they definitely don't get in any other type of school setting. Um, so then after lunch is rest time. 
and that's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have students that don't necessarily nap anymore, and so a lot of times the teacher can pull them aside and do, again, some more one-on-one work with them during that time. Um, and then once the kids wake up from their naps, then we move on to another snack time and then more outdoor time if, if you know, time permitting. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. So if you were to talk to um, a prospective parent or take a parent on like a tour, what is like the final message you'd want them to know about our preschool and that you want them to like leave feeling thinking about it? I would just want them to know that their child while in our care would know that they're loved. I think that would be primary to everything else. Um, They're going to get that. Um, understanding of God's love through their interactions with the teachers and staff here and students at LCS. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, and my kids definitely feel loved being enrolled in that program. So mm-hmm. um, if you know a preschool parent or if you are a preschool parent, you can check us out. Um, how do people do that? They just go to our uh, website? They can go on the website. They can call me. Um, they can call the front desk and I can call them back. Um, stop in. Great. Whatever works. Okay. <laughs> What's your email if someone wanted to shoot you an email? It's kmorish at longmontchristian.org. So that's K-M-O-R-R-I-S-H at longmontchristian.org. Great. Um, before we wrap up, will you just pray for all of our preschool families and I guess really all the families that we have here at the school? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for being a part of this community. I thank you for the opportunity you've given me. Lord, I just pray that as this parent who's listening right now moves about their day, God, that you would just remind them that you are with them. I pray that you would also remind them that you made them the parent to their child for a reason and that you have a calling on their life um, as a parent, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would just guide them and give them the wisdom and confidence that they need to make decisions um, for their child that aligns with your plan for their life. And um, we just ask all of this in your name, Lord. And we just thank you so much for our many, many blessings, especially our children. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.